Welcome to Wrapped in a Warm Blanket, a podcast with heart-to-heart talks about Angelina Jordan's artistry and how it affects our inner world. Co-hosted by Alain Papier and Pontus Osterlin. Pontus, I would like to introduce my friend to you. This is Adrian. Hi, Adrian. Hi, Pontus. It's nice to talk to you. Yeah, it will be nice to have a chat about, uh, I think it's something to do with, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, who are we going to talk about today? Well, I think it's uh, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Jolie, yeah. A lot of people say Jolie. Yeah, that's true. Well, let's say Angelina Jordan. I must say, I've, I've really very much been looking forward to this chat that we're going to have tonight because for me, this is a very groundbreaking moment because Adrian has presented to us some gold. The way he has understood the music of Angelina Jordan, and he has, I think I have to say, he has categorized it into different types of uplifting experiences. And that's wonderful. He has seven different classifications of how he is uplifted in different moments by different songs. And that is what I believe this whole podcast should be about. It's a tremendously groundbreaking idea. And I'm not even sure I know any equivalents. I cannot compare this to anything else. Now you've set the expectations very high now, Alan. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm sure Adrian will not be disappointing us at all. So, Adrian, for example, you have two songs that are from Angelina Jordan that you listen to when you're driving to work. Yes. One of them is John Legend's All of Me, and the other one is What a Difference a Day Makes. Exactly, yeah. Can you elaborate? Can you tell me how you're feeling while you're driving to work and what these songs do with you and for you and to you? These songs, they put me in a very good mood because they're very powerful. It has a very nice melody and the variations that Angelina does in her singing, going from to low voice and then to high, is, is just beautiful, I'd say. And it, it makes me feel really good and sort of ready for the day. And then what the difference the day makes is... Well, it's a song everybody knows, but the way she sings it is so smooth and so heartwarming. It's it's a very nice song to to start the day. It's almost like in the title, it's like a, a good uh, song to start the day. Yeah. What mm-hmm. a difference the day makes. So instead of a cup of coffee in the morning, you have a cup of Angelina Jordan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then you have a different selection of songs for when you're walking. You have Unchained Melody. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. have Billy Holiday's All of Me, and you have yeah. At Last. Yeah, when I'm walking, then it's, it's often either middle of the day or more towards the end of the day. And the uh, Unchained Melody is, is something very fresh, let's say, the way she sings it. And she has a very sort of inventive way of, of making it sound new again. And so that I think it's very nice when you, when you walk. 
all of me in the Billie Holiday song is also really beautiful because she keeps it close to the original, but she adds her own touch to it. She has, I find, extra charm. And she's doing it so, so good, let's say, that I, I often thought, you know, if somebody would make a, a statue for Angelina, it would already just be for this song. You know, the way so good. And at last, uh, I have a special edition not many people have looked at because there's one that sort of millions of people have looked at. But then I find uh, another one that maybe only 10,000 people have looked at, uh, which is a, a concert that she did in uh, open air. And I think this is such a good performance, very, very intense and very going deep into the tunes, let's say, and the off tunes of the song. It's really beautiful, let's say. But I, I discovered it only by listening to it while walking, because you, then you don't have the, the video. And the video, because it's not so well taken, it's sort of, it's not always in focus and the, the camera moves a lot, let's say. So it's, it's kind of distracting. When I walk and I listen to it, I, I kind of discovered it. Like, this is excellent, you know, but you, you don't actually notice it when you look at the YouTube video. That's so interesting because they're like uh, almost two different ways of seeing uh, or looking at uh, the best way to experience an Angelina Jordan song. Yes. Some people say they must see the image of her. That's the thing that gets to them. The, okay. the, the singing together with her movement of her hands and yeah. how she looks and the, the look in her eye and everything. Mm -hmm. But some people, like you said uh, right now, they, they get distracted by the mm. video. Is that always the case for you, that you rather like to just listen to her voice? I would say it's, it's twofold. Let's say I, I like looking at her because indeed she has very nice movements and it's, it's very nice to see also how she moves her mouth, how she moves her head sometimes, making it go a little bit more backward to get more open sound. Her movements all together, let's say, are, are interesting to, to watch. Let's say I always do both. I look, listening to the song, and then I don't look, listening at the song. And I, I repeat this, let's say, many times, because when you don't look, you hear more. But I, I go back and forth. So it, it's not, I prefer one from the other. But I prefer them separate, you know, but each of them needs to be done. I know for me, when I just listen to her singing, the voice and the look of her, they, they don't go together. She has such a mature voice that when you connect that with uh, the image of a 10-year-old or a 12-year-old girl, it's connecting in the brain. We, we even had one guest that <laughs> said he got a headache when he was watching her. So he had to <laughs> sort of stop watching and just listen instead. I would like to get both your and Alan's advice on uh, a dilemma I have because I, I want to invite a, a friend of mine that has never uh, listened to Angelina at all. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, she knows, of course, of her and I've talked about her, but she has never seen her. So I'm thinking about, mm -hmm. so maybe I will not show her the video of uh, I Put a Spell on You, just make her listen to it first <laughs> mm -hmm. and then afterwards we can watch the video together and mm -hmm. see 
sort of like an experiment, see what <laughs> what kind of uh, emotions she can uh, produce by that. What do you think about that idea? Well, I, th- I think you could probably get away with that for I put a spell on you, although she is very dramatic with her singing. And I, I know she does sound like a 50-year-old, but it's it's the drama that she actually has that you can actually see, which is part of the impact. But I definitely think if you do Bohemian Rhapsody, there's something about her stage presence during that performance, which I think I have to call is a must-see. To only have the audio for the Bohemian Rhapsody, I think, is um, a bit of a disservice. Because one of the things that really strikes me about that performance is she steps up to the microphone and she is saying, this is the moment I have lived for my whole life. And instead of having any tension about it, she comes to the microphone and says, this is the high point of my life and I wish to enjoy it to the maximum. And she just slides into it so effortlessly that even someone seeing it for the first time, that's part of the, the, the total impact. And when I say impact, I mean like a whole lorry load full of bricks falling on you. I would like also to say something about this, this maybe disconnect that you feel, like you said, Pontus. It's, I, I had it in the beginning when I discovered Angelina. The first sort of few songs, I was I was really amazed, you know, and I said, how can a, a small girl sing so beautifully, almost like uh, an adult? And then I started even doubting that it, that she was real, that I came to a song, I think it was uh, Born to Die, and she's behind a microphone, with, and you can't really see her sing very well. And the voice is so mature that it didn't fit with her, let's say. And I thought, it's it's fake, you know, it's not she singing this. I, I had to go through some research to, to find that she was real, you know. And I, I found, for instance, a video where she was interviewed. And then at one point in the interview, she starts singing spontaneously, Diamonds Are Forever. And then I, I thought, no, this cannot be fake because she talks, she sings, she talks again. It is, it's really the way she she does. But it was kind of crazy. But it has to do with this disconnect. In the English language, we have the term emotional intelligence. But one term you don't hear very much is musical intelligence. And Angelina Jordan, the nature of her musical intelligence is the, the decisions that she makes, either spontaneously or beforehand, especially in the arrangements. Because the arrangements of when she chooses to pause or emphasize or go softer show a highly, highly sophisticated degree of musical intelligence. Oh, yes. That's not something which is talked about so much. Indeed. And I think it is, it is the main thing because without this musical intelligence, she couldn't perform the way she performs. She has, of course, a beautiful voice and she's able to sing. She has a technique, etc. But if you lack this musical instinct, you, you can't use it properly. It would be totally different. And it's, it's not just the musical intelligence or musical instinct. It's an original musical instinct. Yes. You know, her instincts are what keeps us on the edge of our seats. It's why we, we don't get bored when we listen to her because... Mm-hmm. Her instinct is so original that it surprises us every time.
the, the next category mm. for your Angelina Jordan experience is extra energy. Yes. You have two, you have two songs in this category, mm. Rolling in the Deep and Valerie. And yeah. I, I probably would say these two songs, I probably can understand better of why these two songs are in this category. Yes, they're very powerful. Rolling in Deep is, is very cute, let's say, because she's only seven years <laughs> old. But the enthusiasm that she has and the, the power she puts into it and with all her will, it's really, really beautiful. And it's, it's very energetic because of that. And Valerie is beautiful because it's a fast song, so energetic already by itself. And she sings the word Valerie many, many times, and each time it is different. And it is wonderful to listen to because you never get bored in a way. Just like Anna said, you, you never get bored because she changes it a little bit every time during the song. And it's, it's really superb. Yeah, that's uh, always those small surprises <laughs> in her singing and... And, and when do you use those songs? Is that you put those songs on when you're feeling a bit low in energy and you want to gain energy? Or? No, not really low in energy, but just when I feel that the yeah the extra energy is nice. Let's say I want to do a run or I want to do a sort of energetic walk, and it's just the it's the mood you know that's in those songs. Yeah. Really, really great. The whole song of Rolling in the Deep that she sings when she's six years old. I like that song. I know the lyrics uh, i've seen that performance many times and for me that whole song is oh thank you ever so much for allowing me in the musical studio that's it. i'm so grateful this is the most wonderful moment of my life mm. this is exactly what i've been living and breathing for for the first six years of my life and here i am oh thank you uh, the, the next category we mm. have is feeling stronger and you have three songs in this category mm -hmm. someone like you mm -hmm. I know I'm not the only one in Wicked Game. Yeah, so this category, it's a bit like these songs are actually sad songs. When you listen to them by Adele, then you, you feel sort of the pain of that song. And, and you feel it quite strongly because Adele has a has powerful voice. It sort of hits you. But when Angelina sings it, it becomes more assumed. And it is more, yes, there is this pain, but actually I'm I'm getting over it. You know, I have found a way to be strong, let's say, and to come out of it. Because the song is about you left me and you hurt me. The Angelina sort of version of it, the way she sings it is more like you've left me, yes, but I will always love you. Sort of putting it together, saying anyway with love. And I find that extremely good. That's extremely well done how she turns, in a way, the sadness into something that is much more positive. That's a very interesting integration of the aspect of the personality of Adele, because Adele's music is very, very autobiographical. Mm. She puts everything out there and everyone knows all the details of her life because she sings it. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas Angelina Jordan is, by her very nature, she's not going to wallow in the suffering. Angelina Jordan is always going to see the light at the end of the tunnel. That is yeah. just positive nature that she has. You can hear it in her voice, and she, she can really transmit that feeling. Yeah, that, that is amazing that uh, somebody's personality can be included in a performance. Without her writing the song, she's uh, performing an other person's song, and still she can infuse it with her own values and yes. her own message to us. Yeah. That is, yeah. Uh, mm. yeah, that is really mind-boggling. 
it completely redefines the term making it your own because yeah. everyone uses the term make it your own. But now from where we are in this conversation, when you make it your own, you, you fill it with your own essence and you fill it with your personality and you fill it with your ap- whole approach to life, which is so much richer and so much broader. And the amazing part is that we can actually pick up on it. That, that it, it actually yes. transmits to us. I think, yes, yes. Mm. I think that's a, a very rare ability that Angelina has to transmit it to us in a way that we can actually pick up on it. That is almost yeah. otherworldly. It's reinventing art as it should be because art is about communication. If, if something is not communicated, then the art is compromised. I did... Uh, read something about art and about our ability in the subconscious to pick up on what the artist, how the artist was putting on the paint on the canvas. If it was deliberate or if it was more free or if it was in anger or if it was Mm -hmm. in love, (laughs) for instance. And uh, that is interesting that there are those kind of nuances in our consciousness that actually can pick up stuff that we we're not even aware of we're picking up i think this is very clear with angelina because often at the end of the song i find myself with tears in the eyes and then it it wasn't even a sad song let's say and so i asked myself why is that right where does this come from i i conclude that it is it's just that she communicates so well she she really transmits what she wants to convey, that it's just the depth that she goes to that brings up the emotions. You know, she's, she's not only redefining music, she's not only redefining art, she's also redefining tears. <laughs> because tears used to be either happy or sad, but now there are other categories that we're just yeah. realizing. Why are these tears coming? Mm. Uh, it's not because I'm happy, it's not because I'm sad. So we're having to have a new language to express why we cry now. Yeah, I would say maybe the, my best description is it's the beauty of it, what she does. It, it's You're witnessing something genius. And this is what, for me, is so emotional. She, she's so special. I don't know of any singer who can transmit these feelings like she does. Are all three songs for you in this category, for Feeling Stronger, are they all from the same direction? I know I'm not the only one in Wicked Game, and yeah. all of them have a little edge of sadness to it? They're all mainly sad, because I'm not the only one. It's about uh, infidelity. And, and also there, she, you, you can hear the sort of pain and the frustration of it, but she also makes it beautiful, and you feel that she is strong enough to fight it. Let's say to to get over it and to be not the one that is uh, left out, but the one that who is someone who has a personality and that in the end can take the situation in in her own hands. And Wicked Game is very much in the same category. Yeah, I find uh, Wicked Game is one of her. I would say most surprising interpretations because it's Mm -hmm. so really, really slow Mm -hmm. and really, really basic when it comes to the the music. Just a few Mm -hmm. notes spread out during the song. It's it's a a real a great work of art.
for Angelina Jordan fans, I don't think we should talk about personally what are your top three Angelina Jordan songs or what are your top ten. I think we should say what are your top 100 Angelina Jordan songs. <laughs> it would be really interesting to see uh, when uh, her album is released, mm. how they have worked with the music side of it, how they have mm. worked with her voice in combination with music. Yes. Because I, I feel she could work with music in a way that even heightens her impact. But it has to be well balanced then with her voice. Of course. Yeah. Because I think this is a very important thing. I, I read even a comment which struck me, let's say, at first, like, this is nonsense. But then I started thinking about it and said, well, they have a point. And somebody said, Angelina should never sing with an orchestra. And the reason is, she is the orchestra. <laughs> her voice has everything, has all the instruments. You don't need anything else. Yeah, I, yeah, when I, I thought I, about it, it was, yeah, there is a point there. I've also heard the comment that uh, her breathing mm -hmm. is like music. And at first yes. I thought also, well, that's nonsense. But mm -hmm. then when you listen to her take a breath, there is some truth in it because there oh, is course. some kind of structure. There is a, there is a sound, yeah, that, yeah. That, that has to be there also for the song. And there's a very good example of that. In All I Ask, in that song, there is a part where her breathing is part of the singing because she takes breath at a moment where she doesn't need it because just before she had taken breath too. But she's doing it because it's she's profiting from the sound it makes and that was needed in that part of the song. It's very interesting. Actually, someone pointed it out to me because I didn't notice it myself, but I sort of paid attention more to that moment. And I said, yes, indeed, she's using her breathing to, to sing. There was a lot of uncertainty in the Angelina Jordan community when she signed for Republic Records because some people feared that she would be compromised. Mm -hmm. But I'm even more comforted with her uh, future relationship with them after seeing the Christmas concert. The Christmas concert. Because the musicians that were chosen to accompany her uh, were world-class musicians And this was not a casual decision by Republic Records. And the fact that she ended with not only an original cover, but a, a very popular original cover, which is completely phenomenal, to me communicates exactly the in long-term intentions of Republic Records. They realize that they have some platinum on their hands. I fully agree. They, yeah. they surely know. That. You could not be either a, a professional musician or just an ordinary person, either category. You could not hear Bohemian Rhapsody and just say, yeah, yeah, okay, not so special. You, you can't have that reaction. No. You hear that and you say, what is this? Yeah, yeah, I also like very much in the interview they had arranged, they were all sitting around Angelina showing that <laughs> Yes, it's, it's sort of symbolically really like we know who is the important person here. You know, it's, not it's like the sun. 
the sun in the middle of the solar system and all the planets are revolving around her. It, it was really like that. And I, I think they all recognized that they were very lucky to be able to accompany Angelina in this yeah. concert. And you also have a category, uh, Adrian, for quiet moments. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? And you have three songs in that category. You have... Make You Feel My Love. Love Story and Natural Woman. Yeah, so I, I think that because these are quiet songs and very nice to, to listen to in quiet moments, being still, it's, it's very soft and she conveys really this, the, the love and the calm that is in those songs. And she does that really well. There's a, a very uh, famous nine-minute video where um, Adele has entered a, an Adele impersonator um, contest, and all of them are singing that song. And um, it's, it's very well done, and uh, everyone is paying homage to Adele. But then, again, to hear Angelina Jordan's version, and, and even the original Bob Dylan, it's just not comparable. You have a, another category, any time to feel good. It's amazing you have these seven different categories. Uh, mm. I wonder if there's any overlap where you have to think, mm, which song is from which category shall I play now? <laughs> uh, no, I don't have that problem. Yeah. <laughs> so here I have uh, Happier, of course, because it's yeah. really wonderful song. Her, her phrasing in that song yeah. is just so precise and her, her phrasing is almost startling. And then when we were young, although this could be a little sad, the way she does it, let's see, she makes me feel good. This was a song that I discovered at, at a moment when I had already listened to a dozen of Angelina's songs. I sort of got to know, let's say, and, and know what to expect and, and how she was. And then I listened to When We Were Young. And it completely blew me away. Like, it is something completely different still, where she shows that she can do wonders. In this song, she is in an outdoor setting, in front of an audience. People are not quiet. There's even some wind. Her papers start flying. She has only a very small band. And then she starts singing, and she just takes it away. It is so beautiful. For me, it's really a feel-good song. You know, when I play this, it's like, wow, this is wonderful. And then also the Our Day Will Come. I think also this is a beautiful song to feel good. It's full of hope. It's full of good feelings. Also, it's done in an outdoor setting. But she just, she is marvelous. It's, it's so interesting because even though all of us have heard each of her songs dozens and dozens of times, when we hear a new song by her, we can still be surprised. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. It is ability to mm. keep surprising us yeah. all the time. Yeah. We, we've heard 150 songs dozens and dozens of times, and yet we hear a new one that she's produced, mm. and we are surprised again. Yeah, and we can even, even be surprised by a song that we've heard like 10 or 20 times mm. before, and we can find stuff in it 
that yes. oh I didn't pick up you on that the first time. You can hear new things. Yeah. yeah, you can yeah, hear yeah. new things. Yeah. It's really like looking at an abstract painting or an, a landscape painting, and there's layers in it. You can see the composition in one way, and you can see the coloring in another way, and even uh, even the lighting in the room can change how you change it. Yeah, yeah can change it, mm. and so your mood when you listen to one of her songs can change how you sort of appreciate yeah. different sides of it. Other good singers are comparable to a, a very good painting of a still life. But when Angelina Jordan sings, it's like walking through the forest. It's not just, you can't use the term still life anymore. Every single leaf is alive and it's moving and it's all around you and it's completely encompassing. And also uh, one aspect of a really great song is that it grows on you. And I find that with most of her yeah. songs. It's, yeah. You hear that the first time and you're blown away. But then you hear it the second time and it's even better. And mm -hmm. then it grows on you. It's like a good marriage. <laughs> well, I, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> no, a good marriage, not a good marriage. But a not good my marriage. marriage. It's like the priest says to you during the wedding, he says, uh, as much as you are in love now, in three years' time and ten years' time, you will be even more in love. And that is how we have to think of our relationship to Angelina Jordan's songs. It gets richer, and it's like having the wine in the cellar. Yeah. And then after 150 years, it's worth a fortune. It gets better, but... It is, it is often, yeah, that she's able to put so much in the song that, that you, on the first hearing, you, you can't catch it all. And you have one more category, and this category is Home Alone Quiet, yeah. and you're da dancing on my own. So this is a song that I prefer to play when I'm home alone, and I, I really sit, sit in the middle of the room, in front of the, the screen, and then I play this song. It's beautiful in the way that it makes me feel, because it makes me feel like I'm sitting next to Angelina and she just plays. The way she plays it is also like I'm playing this only for you. It has a very special effect. That's often the way Frank Sinatra is described. He is described where it's almost like he's singing for you personally and individually. Oh, yes. I must say, Adrian, uh, conspicuous by its absence, there is one category that you have not mentioned, and that is... Which Angelina Jordan song do you listen to when you have a glass of wine? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, any song, right? That category is absent because probably I never listen to her when having a glass of wine. <laughs> ah, okay. Uh, I must say I'm very inspired by uh, this categorization. I will take a note of all these songs and try it for myself. There is also another one that, that fits in the category at home alone, that is uh, Love on the Brain. Because also this song is, is filmed the same way uh, she plays the, the piano. Because this is also very important. There's nobody else. It's just she. And it gives also a special effect because then she's in control of everything. Tempo, the how it develops. She can even stop you know, where she wants to stop and then continue again. And it's sort of all in her hands and it is special experience. And here, really, I think this is where you have to look at her as well. Because the image and the sound, they go really well hand in hand together.
because you know which two words in the English language usually do not go together? Effortless virtuoso. Because normally she is so effortless with what she does, and yet the level of skill is not in proportion to how little effort it appears that she is putting in. Very so that's true. almost a contradiction, but that's part of the phenomena of Angelina yes. Jordan. And this is also what has impressed me in the song At Last, let's say this special, very rarely seen performance. Because if you look at her when she sings, it's almost as if she, she's in her thoughts and she is actually thinking of something else. And she's like me, she's like scratching her face at one point or She's readjusting the, the flowers on her hair. She's waving at somebody in the public. There's a very funny sort of disconnect between how brilliantly she sings and body language that she has. And uh, I've watched it and I try to understand, you know, what's going on. And I kind of, this is my imagination, let's say, but at one point I see her thinking, hmm, what is that next song that I, I'm singing after this? God, I don't <laughs> remember anymore. <laughs> Um, well, what I do is, as soon as I finish this, I will rush to the director of the orchestra and I ask him. And that's what she amusing, let's say, that she can do that. Let's say. That she, she is a, such a special artist that she can perform brilliantly and do other things at the same time. There is a lot of uh, contradictions with Angelina, like the way she, like you described. It's, it's almost like the music is flowing out of her. It's not yes. her singing. It's it's just coming along and she's just yes. there for the ride. <laughs> and also like the way she, when she stops singing, she goes back to being a little bit shy and being a teenager again. But when she sings, she's like, a, she's ageless. And what you said, Alan, about contradiction in terms, she's also like, being able to two different kind of aspects at the same time she's being humble and confident at the same time i think that's quite a nice strange combination it's a, it's a wonderful combination because that's almost like an aristocratic combination to have the ability to be humble and confident at the same time yeah and also it's sort of uh, it's it's almost like she's incorporating that in her own songs, especially with Seventh Heaven, where she's talking about the duality of life, really, that it's both like it's Seventh Heaven, but it falls heavy on her shoulders. It's like you want to do a miracle, but there's nothing in there. I mean, it's she's that's one of her themes. People who are advanced, for example, yogis and people who have been meditating for 50 years will often say, we only use 10% of our capacity in our life. So if someone like Angelina Jordan comes along and is able to use 15% of her capacity, it, she's almost like a different species. But it just makes us wonder, what are the other 85 and 90% about? What are the limitations that we can reach? How Big is the horizon in front of us as human beings. That is really one of the basic questions that Angelina Jordan's performance carries for me. Yeah, that, that's very difficult to answer, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not even sure that it is because she uses more of her brain. She is so special. It's probably just it's the way she is, even if she uses just 10%, like we all do, maybe. And it's just that mm -hmm. she, she has this sensitivity 
and she has this understanding of the of the music. There's, Adrian, there's a, this is such an original approach to appreciating music. It is an original uh, approach of how to organize your day. It's an original approach of how to maximize the experience of different moments and different moods and combine. It, it's so original what you have presented to us today to have uh, different songs for different moments. It's wonderful and it will inspire many people in many different directions to hear this. So I must say, Adrian, thank you very much for your original contribution. Well, thank you very much for inviting me. And uh, I think your your podcast uh, is, is a very original idea. And I, I think also the name Wrapped in a Warm Blanket is a, <laughs> is a very nice uh, idea because it is one aspect. In fact, when I, when I saw this title, I thought, yes, this is one aspect of Angelina's experience. Let's say the, the voice, yes, comforting and comforting and it, it wraps around you and it is soft and it's warm. But I would like to take that one step further. And for me, it's, it's not just a warm blanket, let's say, but it, it becomes a flying carpet for me. Because she wraps around, <laughs> but then she takes me up, you know, and she takes me away. It's really, it's a, it's the experience is really like that because she sings to you, but then she transports you into the song. But not only that, Adrian, but she has a very long extension cord with the electric blanket. <laughs> <laughs> so when it's flying, Yes. Um, you can travel for five or ten miles and the extension cord will still extend that far. Absolutely. Absolutely. And she will and she will never drop you. You know, yeah. this is the good thing. She will never yeah. drop you. Adrian, I'm so impressed the way you can describe how you're feeling and the way you have sort of categorized your feelings. Is that something you do in everyday life or is this something special to Angelina? I mean, do you do like uh, yoga or do you do like meditation, meditation. or anything? I don't do yoga or meditation. It's a, I think it's it's really what Angelina has given me. Pontus, I, I'm afraid I need to answer that question for Adrian <laughs> uh, because Adrian is being too modest, and I must say to you and everyone else, Adrian happens to be an electronics engineer in nuclear physics, and he is highly, highly intelligent. And this categorization of what he has presented us is a variation of his being highly intelligent. That's a good, good answer. How do you feel about that, Adrian? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's exaggerated, but... Uh... But it's... It... <laughs> It's, yeah, it's a very nice compliment, of course. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's an interesting side of it that you feel that Angelina's brought you something with the, the, the emotional side. With the emotional side and with the side of empathy, because you need to know the feelings of someone else. And the way Angelina communicates it is that she knows yeah. the feelings she knows the feelings of the song. She knows what she needs to communicate. And so she feels it and she is able to communicate it. Maybe in 30 or 40 years, when Angelina Jordan is branching out with her career, maybe she can be appointed the UN ambassador for empathy. Yeah. Yes. The world would will be a better place. 
that would be a very interesting role, a very unique role and a very appropriate role. And we thank you once again. Thank you. And thank you for inviting me. Go to wrappedinawarmblanket.com to find out more about this podcast and how you can share your stories and experiences.